0: Look! uh, Up in the sky! What... What is that?
1: Looks like a giant starfish. That's kind of weird, isn't it? A giant starfish with an eye in the middle of it? Where the hell did it come from? I
2: am Boji. I come from the depths of space. And I bring you a dire warning of Earth's impending destruction.
0: VHS Box Theater presents Warning from Space, Part 1 of 3.
3: Repeat. All non-essential citizens, please evacuate the city in a calm and organized fashion. Please proceed to your nearest bus stops and you will be taken to safer areas outside city limits.
0: Come on! Carville! Carville, come on! We gotta go!
4: Where are we supposed to go if the world's gonna be destroyed? Figure
3: that out later, okay?
0: We gotta go, right now. Well, at least we gotta get out of the city.
5: Okay, that's all this bus can hold. You all are gonna have to wait for the next bus. Okay. Should be along soon.
0: Wait. I
4: guess walking's an option. Quite a few people are already doing that.
0: And you can
3: bet the richest people are the ones to get to evac in style. Or maybe wait it out in a bunker somewhere. Not that it'll help if the planet explodes.
4: Well, to be fair, if the world's really coming to an end, anyone in a bunker is just as
6: doomed as the rest Attention, of us. Attention, people of Earth. What? Your time is not yet up. Oh.
0: Where? Where's that voice coming from?
6: Do not listen to Moji. He is only here to bring lies and ruin. He will only-
4: Was that... Did that just come out of the starfish's eye?
0: Yeah,
3: and it freaking wrecked the radio station. That must have been where that lady's voice was coming from.
4: So then, who was that lady?
3: Nuts? We've got a bus to catch, and you're over there sifting through rubble? What are you
2: going to find anyway? Everybody's been evacuated.
4: That we know of, but we both heard that woman's voice. She stopped broadcasting as soon as this building was hit. Maybe she's in here somewhere. That's <laughs> fine. Suit yourself.
3: Uh, the next bus is pulling up, and I'm going to be on it. Have a good life, however short it might be.
6: Do not be afraid. Yeah! I am Gia.
4: You're a woman, but you've got robot parts.
6: I am a machine life form, but not from this planet. I would be pleased to explain more, but first I must get to another place that broadcasts current events. Like a news station? Quite. This one has been damaged beyond repair. I am in need of repair myself.
4: Alright then, I know just the place. They look. luck, they haven't shut down operations yet.
0: And as we continue our coverage of The Crisis in the Sky, we have a breaking development. I'm Arlene Harper. In a WFSP exclusive, we have in our studio an extraordinary being who claims she is a machine from outer space. Now, you said your name is Gia?
6: Yes, that is correct. My kind is called the Machinra. I am a representative of all the worlds of innocent people who have been victimized by Moji's people, the Shinko. And Moji is the starfish being? If that is how you would describe Moji and the rest of his kind, then yes. The Shinko are a race of conquerors who move from planet to planet, destroy any opposition they encounter, strip those planets of their natural resources, and destroy those planets when they are finished. It is a process they have carried out on hundreds of worlds so far. So what can
0: we do to combat this... Wait. I'm being informed that the starfish being Moji has vanished from the sky. This is an unexpected development. Gia, could this be a sign that Moji has broken off his attack on Earth?
6: No. I am afraid that in my experience, it is not that simple. We will see him again.
2: You
0: must
6: not
2: eat the word.
0: My apologies, you must not heed the words of Jia and the Machinra. They are the real threat. I represent the Shimko, and we come in peace. A bold claim from the alien life
5: form was hung over the sky like a great harbinger, forcing the evacuation of millions of people. Now, he or it has made an appearance at the WKCO station in order to make a counter accusation. Now, Moji, could you be more specific on how the Machinra are a threat?
2: I would be happy to, Dan Corman. You see, the Machinra are a race of beings who have augmented their biological bodies with machinery to such an extent that they can assume any appearance that will achieve their goals.
5: Are you saying Gia doesn't really look like she does on camera?
2: I am afraid not. Her current guise is a photogenic one that will allow her to be viewed the most favorably by the media. Well, you have to admit, the lady's done her homework. You said it, Dan, Corman.
6: Martin Carville. I would like you to contact that current events station. We must urge its staff and audience not to listen to Moji.
4: I suppose I could try, but I don't know if they'd listen to me. I don't even work at this station, let alone WKCO.
2: Yeah, give me the phone. I own this station, so Dawson's gonna have to talk to me. Maybe you'll get through that thick head of his.
3: This isn't happening. This isn't happening.
1: Well, this why is Thompson manning the phones and not you?
3: Uh, uh sir. Uh, Moji drafted me as his personal assistant, sir.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Isn't that some kind of a conflict of interest, considering who your dad is?
3: Well, uh, it didn't exactly come up. It just kind of happened.
1: My father... Oh, yeah, save it. I've got things to take care of. Mr. Dawson! Mr. Dawson, you've got a call from line one, from Mr. McMurray, from... from... WFPS, yeah, I figured you'd oh, call. Thanks. I'll pick it up here. Bomb, is you still standing here? Don't you have a um, man-sized starfish to look after?
3: I, um... I'll
1: well, oh, well, save it, save it. Don't don't care. WKCO News. <laughs> long time no see, McMurray. Still sore about the last time we... The way I'm hearing it, Mick, that metal lady you're hosting is the world-conquering one in this situation. Really? You say that after he destroyed a radio station? And the only one damaged was your machine lady. But you know what? I'm not going to spend time arguing about this. It's my station. You want to figure out who's right? Then let's make this interesting. What are you talking about? A live debate tomorrow night, both our stations. We can simulcast it on radio, too. Make sure it can be seen and heard by as many people as possible. Even people on buses fleeing for their lives. If the buses have radio, sure. Come on, don't you want to get to the bottom of this? Don't you want to have your cameras on it when it happens? I know I do. Now if you'll excuse me, I have some calls to make. Heather, you're still here? Looks like you got something to say to me.
3: Sir, I think that... Ah, well,
1: save that? it. Save it. I, I've got some calls to make.
3: I think, sir, that this is getting out of hand, especially since we're looking at a possible end of the world.
5: Hey, Heather. The, uh, emoji guy says he needs you?
0: <sighs> Coming.
5: Continue to monitor the unfolding global crisis that has gripped our planet. Two representatives of rival extraterrestrial races have appeared on Earth.
0: Oh, memang din ng tulong upang sa kagitingan. Hindi ng began when a starfish-shaped being called Moji appeared in the sky and warned the people of Earth about the impending doom that awaits our planet. This damage is said to be carried out by the machine-like machinra.
1: Gia, a representative of the machinra people, have issued a competing claim that the shimko are in fact conquerors. These claims have caused a wave of uncertainty amongst Earth populace. Conflicting ideas abound about which one to trust. A
3: représentante de la machinra nommée Gia a émis une revendication concurrente. Elle déclare que la dans ce cas.
4: Latest polling shows that 39 percent of people are taking Gia's side. 28 have sided with Moji, and the remaining 33% are either undecided or would prefer to, quote, send them both back, too. Uh, We're doomed.
0: VHS Box Theatre presents Warning from Space, Part 2 of 3. There she is. Miss Bumbus, could you comment, Miss Bumbus? <sighs> I, I can't, can't talk now. How do you feel about the allegations that your boss is a world-conquering tyrant? You mean Mr. Dawson?
3: I mean, he's angry and dismissive a lot, and he doesn't treat me and other workers very well. But he's not that. But... Oh, you mean Moji? What,
0: what can you say about Miss Bumbus? Would you explain more about your relationship to your employer? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't stay and talk. I gotta go!
4: Can't sleep either, huh?
3: It's the night before the debate. How can I? All they're going to be talking about is whose fault it'll be when the world ends. What can I get you?
4: Completely wasted. Oh, you were talking about <laughs> Sorry.
3: No, that's fine. That's uh, probably what I need right now. Uh, Cosmo, please. Coming up. You okay? I didn't want
4: to say, but...
3: You look like. Like a nervous wreck. Like I've been finding a quiet spot to cry my eyes out at every opportunity. You know what? Let's make that a Long Island iced tea. All right, understood.
4: Believe me, I get it. I haven't been holding up very well either. I've just been hiding it better. I guess that's a relief.
3: I don't understand why I'm even in this situation.
4: Yeah, that's something I still don't get. Why us? Why'd Gia and the starfish guy choose us to be their assistants? I was like the first human Gia met, and I wanted to help, but there had to be better people that she could have chosen for the job.
3: Better people? Well, not
4: better, but I mean actual executive assistants and image consultants who do this for a living. Me? Me? Every time she asks me a question about why humans act the way we do, I have to say, I don't know. Humans are a wreck, and I'm surprised we've lasted this long. (laughs) Maybe
3: they chose us because they want
4: a human perspective. Well, we've got those. But what happens if we give them a perspective they don't like?
3: Ah, story of my life, really. Disappointing people, I mean. Especially my dad, the four-star general. Can you imagine what that's like?
4: Not really. Uh, I was raised by my mom and her partner. I'm guessing a general for a father is a lot to live up to.
3: He doesn't even want me following in his footsteps, but he had my civilian life all planned out. He thinks I should have had kids by now, quit my job, become a housewife, married to somebody he approves of. Instead, I'm single, childless, and a production assistant.
4: And now you're an alien's assistant. That's got to raise your profile, right? Considering Dad may end up launching missiles at Moji? Good point. And if he doesn't end up fighting your new boss, he'll fight mine.
3: It seems so unreal, doesn't it? We're talking about the world ending.
4: But it's so surreal. All we end up doing is taking sides and betting on the outcome. Exactly. Like it's all happening to somebody else besides us. I I guess I should apologize in advance if it turns out Gia is the world ending one.
3: Honestly, that's the worst part. How are we supposed to know? Which one do we believe?
4: If we find out, is it going to be too late?
1: Going live in three,
0: two... We bring you a special debate right here in the WFSP studio. I'm Arlene Harper, and joining me are the two visitors from outer space that have captured the interest of this entire planet, Gia of the Mishinra and Moji of the Shimko, each a member of a different extraterrestrial species and each one making an extraordinary accusation against the other. We'll start with you, Gia. You have 60 seconds to make your argument against Moji, and after that, it will be Moji's turn.
6: Why are we even allowing this menace an opportunity? He will only use his platform to spread chaos.
0: Respectfully, I haven't said begin yet.
6: My apologies. I do hold the customs of this world in high regard, which is why I even agreed to a public debate.
0: Now you may begin.
2: This charade cannot be permitted to continue.
0: Mr. Moji...
2: Jia and the rest of the Machinra are liars and conquerors of many worlds.
0: Mr. Moji, I ask that you wait your turn.
2: I cannot afford to wait any longer, for the Machinra forces are being marshaled against this planet as we speak.
0: One moment. I... I've just received word that there are more starfish-shaped aliens hovering over the skies of this city... ...and reports are coming in of more cities being similarly invaded.
6: It seems the truth is laid bare. It is as I've said. The Shimko are the conquerors, and they must be destroyed.
4: What's happening out there? Miss Bombus? The starfish aliens have started opening fire! Shooting energy from the skies down at our major cities! They're what? Y- yeah, they're freaking what?
5: Pay up, Dawson.
4: Miss Bombus, your father's tasked my unit and me with
2: getting you to safety and apprehending that starfish. What? Let's go. There's, there's been a mistake. I don't recognize those attacking beings. They are starfish aliens, right? Kind of hard not to
4: recognize them when they look just like you. Now come on.
2: Come on, Miss Bombus, into the Jeep. There's so many of them. Yeah, and their
4: energy beams are getting closer, so let's move! I...
6: <sighs> <sighs> Miss Bombus? Human named Heather Bombus. How are you feeling? What? Are you You're the Oh what happened? Oh. The military unit protecting you have perished. More of the Shimko continue to rain destruction from the skies. We must hurry. I will lead you to my ship. Are you able to stand? Oh, sure, I can... Oh, oh. Okay. I'm gonna need a minute. We do not have an Earth minute. I will carry you. This will be unpleasant. Oh! Lieutenant, prepare for takeoff. At once, Gian. Wait, you're with Martin, where's... I was unable to locate him in the chaos. If he is still alive, my people will find him.
4: Nice to wake up without throbbing temples for once.
5: So, Mr. Carvel, you're finally awake.
4: And you are Okay. That light's a problem. Am I being interrogated? We need information on Moji. And you're asking me why. I'm Gia's assistant. Why not ask Moji's assistant, Heather?
5: My daughter's MIA, so if you have any Your daughter?
4: Oh, the four-star general.
5: General Bomb is to you, kid. So she's told you about me. Good. Now, if there's anything she's told you about that
4: alien starfish, I need to know. Nothing. Other than he's weird. Honestly, I'd like to give him a piece of my mind. That's not gonna happen.
5: That starfish is an isolation for the good of humanity. Now, why don't you tell me about that machine, lady? How'd you get involved with
4: Gia? I dug her out of the rubble of a building. She needed my help, so I helped. And then, I guess she just kept talking me into helping.
5: Well, that's it? No manipulation, coercion, any kind of
4: favors? Gonna stop you right there, General. Nothing like that happened between the two of us. I really don't know if you're gonna get anything useful out of me. That's fine. I can be
5: patient. We got all the time in the world.
0: VHS Box Theater presents Warning from Space, Part 3 of 3.
2: Is someone there? Oh, just me again. Here for a social visit. I have no further information to extract. This is... I believe the word is inhumane. Good thing you're not human then, isn't it? If you deprive me of so much sustenance, how would my answers even be useful to you? If there's anything I've
5: made a military career out of, it's waiting out the enemy. Making them desperate. But it's been weeks since the debate. Weeks since your starfish buddies started laying waste to our cities.
2: I have told you, those are not members of my kind. They are- The
5: Machinra's stealing your gimmick, I know. You keep saying that. But Machinra or shemko, either way a lot of good men and women have given their lives to fight this menace. But you don't care about that, do you? Of course I care. Then tell me what I need to know to get my daughter back. And in this war. And make no mistake, this is a war.
6: Heather Bombus. I come with news regarding the current war.
3: <sighs> I was hoping it would be some kind of reprieve from all this. I mean, I've been here for weeks, Gia confined in your mothership without
6: access to anything. That is untrue. We have provided you with access to your own living quarters, waste disposal, and food dispenser. We have provided you with an assistant. You mean a babysitter. I am
7: not a babysitter. I have performed the necessary research on the meaning of the term. I am pleased to report it does not mean I have sat
6: on infants. Thank you, Zine. In addition, Heather Bombus, I continue to bring you access to the news of your world. I suppose it's not too much to hope that any sort of ceasefire has been called. It is too much, yes. But with the cooperation of your planet's armed forces, we Machinra estimate that the Shimko will be routed and destroyed soon. Then will I be able to go home?
7: We continue to ask that question. Are my services not adequate to your needs? What can I do to make your yourself a more enjoyable one?
3: Look, uh, it's not your fault, Zine. You've done enough. It's just that I want to see my friends and family again. Can any of you
6: give me that? At least a call to my parents? Such communications pose a possible security risk the Shimko could exploit. You are here because otherwise you could be used as leverage against your father, General William Ulysses Bombus. I was afraid you'd say that. Now that
7: that matter has been settled, would you like some muffins? Hello.
2: Is someone there? Moji, tell me the truth. Please! Have they sent you? How much more can I be questioned? Look, I'm not sent by the military, or the government, or anybody. Martin Carville, Gia's assistant. I have nothing to say to you,
4: or her. I haven't seen Gia. I've been in military
2: custody since your people attacked. For the last time, they are not... (coughs) ...my people. They might look like me, but they are not my people. I'm listening. The Shimko are peaceful philosophers by nature. Then what about all this destruction? A sky full of starfish raining death on cities
4: full of innocent people?
2: This was the impending destruction they sent me to warn Earthlings about. Not cause. I guess this is the part where you try to blame Gia's kind again. You and all the other humans are willing to trust Gia because she looks like a human. In truth, the Machindra are cybernetic organisms that will adopt any form to accomplish their goals, especially those which humans would find most charismatic. The flaw of your people is that they are easily led and easily misled. <laughs>
7: have their Bombass, your daily exercise will conclude momentarily.
6: Where are you going? Heather Bombass, you are deviating from your, dis- your
7: designated path.
3: Story of my life. Look, not that I don't appreciate the chance to stretch my legs, but I feel like a criminal. What is so dangerous about going off the beaten... So that's what Machinra soldiers look like.
7: Yes, they are on their way to pilot their fighter craft. Victory against the Shinko is only a matter of time.
3: Which is what you've said at least once a day.
7: Miss Bombass, this confrontational behavior is unlike you.
3: Of course it is. I've never spoken up for myself. I hate doing it, but, but you've got me locked up on this spaceship- It is, as I said, Heather Bombass.
7: We are close to eradicating the Shinko, and once we have, you will be able to return to your normal life.
3: Wait, eradicated? Not just defeated?
7: Heather Bombas, you must.
3: DON'T YOU HEATHER Bombus ME! Oh, wow. So that's what it's like to say I, that.
7: I, 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 must return you to Quarters.
3: No! I need to know what you, Gia, and the other missioner aren't telling me!
7: Would you like a muffin? There's cinnamon chip.
5: Break down the door, soldier.
6: Yes, sir.
4: All right, now, what Sam Hill Carville? What are you doing in here? Getting some answers from the source. Arrest me if you want to, but I'm gonna. Cuff it.
2: He's under arrest. What? Damn it! Then you truly were not acting under the General's orders, Martin Carville.
4: No, of course not! See? I was telling the truth. I just want to find out what's going on here! That's above your security clearance. I know that! But you interrogated me like I haven't been kept in the dark by everybody! Hell, you have a private line to the Machinra! To coordinate battle strategies. So you'd know more about them than I do! Why not get THEM on the phone or something? You're still in hot water, so why don't you leave the private line of the Machinra out of this
5: and cooperate?
0: Hello? Anyone on Earth?
5: Who is that? Heather? Is that you?
7: Yeah! Dad! It's me! Where are you? Martin, is there too? We're alive! Oh, thank God!
5: Daughter, how'd you get this line?
7: Okay,
3: so I'm aboard the Machinra ship. Or one of them, I guess. I had to damage one of them to get access to their communication room.
7: I... still function.
3: I found out what they're planning. What they've been hiding from us.
5: What is it?
3: They're manufacturing as many false shimko as they can to keep the war and the Earth-Machiner Alliance going. If the Earth governments realize they've been taken over by the Mishinra, it will already be too late. They'll be too weakened to resist.
2: Heather Bombas is correct. This is what I have been trying to warn you about.
6: Yes. In fact, it is already happening. Gia! Oh no, I've got to go. That is correct. Say goodbye to Heather Bombas, as well as any remaining hope you had left.
5: Now listen here! You leave my daughter alone, you pieces!
6: Heather? It is already too late for all of you.
0: You've been listening to Warning from Space, a VHS box theater production written by David Ellis, produced by Chris Honeywell, and performed by the Akadekaganagon Theater Works. Eugene R. Hendrix was Martin Carville. David Ellis was General Bombus. Nicole Tompty was Sultry 80s Voice. Chris Tyler was Moji. Sarah Palmero was Gia. Vanessa Van Zare was Heather Bombus. Thomas DJ was Zine. Thomas DJ was Military Officer. Please visit the ATW at ATW.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night.
6: People of Earth. We, Mishinra, have consented to aid you in repelling the Shimko and regaining your freedom. We ask your cooperation and allow us access to your resources and manpower. We call to all able-bodied humans to join us in the Earth Defense Force and promise we will use our technology to optimize you to fight back against those dastardly invaders. Together, we their intention is to in take over our planet and
0: convert you into their pawns in a continuing march of intergalactic conquest. They want our resources to enrich their own society, and they want you to become their soldiers so they won't have to get their hands dirty. People have died uncovering the truth, and we, the United Human Alliance, call for a planetary revolution to repel these cybernetic creatures, restore our freedom, and make sure that these needless deaths were meaningful. I am Arlene Harper. Here on Planet R Radio is where you will find the real story. Stay tuned to this frequency for further reports on this domination from space.
2: Domination from Space, coming in 2023 from 8TW TheaterWorks. Episodes will be available on 2TrueFreaks.com, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, PodBay, and wherever quality podcasts are available for streaming. For further information, please go to 8TWTheater.blogspot.com.